Hello, Incredible One. Welcome to the Incredible Factor Business Podcast, the place to be to grow a business that shakes the planet. I'm your host, business growth coach, Darnielle J. Harmon. Join me each week for inspiring stories, powerful interviews, and business growth strategy to help you experience abundance in your life because of your business. Oh, and one more thing. On this podcast, I'm going to keep it all the way real with you about the good, the bad, and the incredible of entrepreneurship. But don't worry, it's all for your good so that you can build a business that funds the life you crave. Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, 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 incredible one. Danielle here. So excited to welcome you back to another Incredible Factor Business Podcast episode. This episode is powered by the Breakthrough in Business Experience, which is happening May 22nd through the 24th, just outside of Philadelphia. If you are ready to serve fear and eviction notice, then I've got a breakthrough with your name on it. Today, oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I'm tickled purple even to share Amy Walker with you. I've known Amy for several years now and I love her. I love her in every way. I love everything that she stands for. I love the way she articulates. I love what she knows about business and taking a business to the next level. Amy is the CEO of Amy Walker Consulting, a company she runs alongside of her husband, Stephen. They've been married for 19 years and they have five boys. <laughs> Together, they build leaders through structuring businesses that provide the four pillars of success. And Amy and I talk about all four of them during our interview, financial strength, time freedom, strong relationships, and living in alignment with personal beliefs. She believes that a business leader with true success is a powerful contributor to our global family. And Amy is joining me for a very much needed conversation on getting into and maintaining your alignment so that you can grow a thriving business. My favorite part of our interview was actually, all of it was my favorite, but there are three moments that stand out specifically for me. The first being just at the start when Amy was describing herself. I love the confidence with which she speaks and she articulates who she is. And you know why? It's because she's in alignment. The second, when she broke down each of those four pillars of success, which I thoroughly loved. And then my favorite, favorite part out of all of my favorite parts was towards the end of the episode when Amy, Amy and I together created a prescription to help you to get into alignment. I know that sometimes it feels like it will take forever to get into alignment, but I believe that the moment that you surrender is when all alignment really begins. And so we talk about how to get in there and a new way to journal and pray in order to hear from God. It's really beautiful and how this all relates to your business and living life at the level that you were born to shake this planet at. So if you don't feel like all of your life is working together for your good, if you feel struggle here and struggle there, if you feel disjointed and that parts of yourself aren't being honored as you build your business, then you're going to want to grab a pen and paper and listen in as we jump into this interview with Amy Walker of Amy Walker Consulting. So it is my joy and my pleasure to be sitting here 
with the absolutely fabulous and amazing Amy Walker. So I first met Amy when we were speaking at a conference together. I had heard about her and I had a sneaking suspicion that we had a lot of things in common, but it was not until I had an opportunity to sit in her space, to feel her energy, to see how she loves God that I felt like head over heels in love with her and everything that it is that she does. So let me give you the, uh, the who Amy is professionally if you were to go look at her website. So she is the CEO of Amy Walker Consulting, her husband, Stephen, and, and she, they are running an amazing business, just transforming the lives of leaders around building businesses to the point of scale as quickly as possible. What I love about Amy more than anything is that her heart for God, oh, it, it just, it, it gives me chills. Even now, Amy, as I'm thinking about how much you love God, I have chills. Like, I think that's what I love about you the most. Your heart is so genuine and pure and you are seeking to please him in everything that you do. And it is showing up in every area of your life. Your children are blessed. Your business is blessed to the tune of seven figures for those of you who are listening. And she has a seven figure business that serves her and her family. Like she is head on, dead on about what it is that we talk about here at Incredible Factor University and on the podcast. And we also both used to be in Mary Kay Cosmetics back in each of our days. And we both amassed great success there. So we were sisters from another mister from day one upon meeting. Her heart, I know you'll come to love it as much as I've come to love it. And if you listen to the nuggets that she's about to drop for you around business, not only will your, your life be changed, but your business will be better for it. So welcome, Amy. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you. I'm so excited too. And it's so funny when you say... I know exactly what conference you're talking about, but when you said that, I was like, haven't we known each other longer? It feels like we've known each other for longer because I feel like that first meeting, like we told each other our entire lives in the very first time we met. So. <laughs> so because fun. you're so easy to talk to. And, you know, we know, believers know that we try the spirit by the spirit, right? And our ability to be free and to connect is determined by the person we're interfacing with, right? And so because you're so open, your heart is so big, and you're so committed to finding opportunities to demonstrate his love and to love on people everywhere you go, it was easy. And it felt like we had known each other. Now, we had talked on the phone before that because I had done your yeah, one of your telesummits, I think. Yeah, that's true. But that was our first time actually face-to-facing, and it was just like, where have you been all my life? Right. It's true. It really is true. When you find somebody who you have similar values, it's like the pieces just come together so fast. And that relationship does, it just doesn't even take time to grow because it's already there. No, that's, that's the beauty of God. So, so I always like to start every single interview. I introduced you in my words, but now I want you to introduce yourself in your own words. Well, I loved your words. So thank you for them. Um, I am so many things as I feel like all of us are. I'm a daughter of God. I'm a wife. I love my husband. We've been married for almost 19 years. I'm a mom to five boys. My oldest is 16. My youngest is six. I'm a dreamer. I'm a visionary. I'm somebody who is a catalyst. I take leaders and I help them figure out how to faster grow their message and their mission. Um, I'm a global contributor. 
and not just through my own efforts, but I look at the clients that I have and I look at the way that they are rocking the planet and I've helped them position their business in a way that they actually can create impact. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a Harry Potter nerd. I am a want to be country girl who actually is terrible at all things gardening and animals related, but I love the idea of it. It looks great on Instagram. So. <laughs> I love it. I love simplicity. I, I really, it, you know, you had asked the question, um, what, you know, what's your superpower? How did you say it? Um, how do you shake the planet? How do I shake the planet? I shake the planet because I have this ability to see how to make something work and make it happen faster through, you know, like you tell me what your vision is for where you want to go and I will hear it, but I will hear it with structure. Mm -hmm. And so I'll go, okay, so here's the pieces. Here's what we need to do in order to get you there. So, um, I absolutely love working with inspired entrepreneurs to help them create a business that provides four pillars of success. A lot of times when we're talking business, we're only talking one, which is the money right. and cash flow. Totally important. It's one of my four pillars. But you know what? That's not it. And if we were only about the money, we could all go sell drugs tomorrow. I hear there's great <laughs> money to me. Right? Yes, honey. Yes, exactly. There's yeah. a lot of ways to get money. And so if that's, that's not what it's all about. And so my other pillars are living in alignment with your personal beliefs. If your business does not align with what you profess to be true and what you say on paper matters to you and what you read in scripture, if your business doesn't line up with that, it doesn't feel very good. Mm -hmm. um, my third is having strong relationships. I, it makes my heart sad to see women who I watch them in the beginning of their journey and then I watch them achieve great success and then I hear about the divorce or then I, you know, it's like I, I hear about all these things or, or then all of a the sudden their faith talk has totally changed mm -hmm. and they're no longer in that journey with God. And it's like, gosh, it does not have to be that way. Mm -hmm. I don't believe it has to be one or the other. I want to be, you know, when I, when I am, old and I'm ready to leave this world, I want to be surrounded by my people, not surrounded by my, you know, list Things. of accomplishments. Right. Right. I want to be surrounded by my people. And so those five boys that I'm raising and my husband, our marriage, like those relationships have got to get stronger as mm -hmm. my business grows or I'm not totally growing. And then my last one is time freedom. Mm. I watch so many good people. Like if I look at the good people of the world, I feel like 90% of their time, and this is a statistic made up by Amy, but you can agree with me because you'll be like, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> but 90% of their time goes to getting by managing them mm -hmm. and theirs, right? Mm -hmm. The work to get the paycheck, the time that's spent to take care of their kids, um, the effort that it takes to sustain their level of living, 90% of their time and energy goes into that. And then they've got like 10% that they get to tithe to making the world a better place. Mm. Well, what if we stepped into being so abundantly blessed that we actually had the time to dedicate 40% of our time and energy into our mission and our calling, or maybe 50% or, you know, I know there's people who a hundred percent of what they do is their mission and their calling, but I'm, I'm tired of watching the really good people. You know, we live in a world full of problems. I think we all know that, but I 
in working with entrepreneurs, I'm looking around all the time like, well, I'm surrounded by the solutions. Mm -hmm. So why isn't our world as amazing as we know it can be? Um, why is it that we continue to see the problems and have the answers, but we're not making it happen? It's because we don't have the time, we don't have the money, and because we're so invested in taking care of our day-to-day. -day. So if we can really build businesses that do those four things, mm -hmm. that is how I think that we change the world. And since you totally opened the door to faith here, I'm going for it. Hey. I think... I've been thinking a lot about we're in those times that have been prophesied that we are supposed to be building the earth that Jesus gets to come back to. So right. how do we do that? Those four things, create the time to be able to do his work, um, have the financial resources to build up his kingdom, have the relationships that really is what it's all about when you come down to it. And then also live in alignment with our personal beliefs. That's how we do it. So if business and, um, our personal belief system are not one in the same, then we're going to work for one and then trying to come home and serve the other. And I'm pretty sure scripture says that doesn't work. So, yeah. so let's, let's, let's put a pin in that right there. Cause you said, and it's such a juicy mouthful that I didn't want to interrupt you. I'm like, no, she is on her flow and let me just let her get it all out. But there's so many powerful things that you said that we kind of have to pull back a layer on. And then I want to spend, a substantial amount of more time talking about that first pillar and being in alignment and how I, I agree with you, you know, 250,000%, you don't have to choose, you can have it all, but it is important that you really figure out what alignment means to you. But before we go there, there are like three things that you said that I wrote down. I, I wanted to dial back for people. So number one, I want to talk about your four pillars. So living in alignment with your personal beliefs, financial resources, strong relationships, and time freedom. And I do agree with you that 90% of people are spending time just surviving and not really positioning themselves to thrive. The other thing that you said that I thought was really, really powerful, and I wanted to re redirect this for those of you who are listening, you are a solution. Amy said that we live in a, a world full of problems, right? But if you are an entrepreneur, you, that means you have created a solution, a solution to a real problem that does exist for people that is keeping them awake at night, that's preventing them from living their best life and experiencing the fullness of the abundance to which they should all have, right? And although Amy and I are both believers, and we believe in God and we believe in Jesus, even if you choose not to, the word says any man who. So that means that all of these principles, all of the abundance that has been laid up in this world is available to you too. And we don't want you to miss it because you don't understand these four pillars that Amy has just so graciously laid out for you to give you a, a first crack at a roadmap or a blueprint to be able to shift your life, right? Remember, we're here on this podcast to help you to grow your business, to help you to shake the planet, and to ultimately help you to fund the life that you crave, because we do need those financial resources to do so. So, and I, I love your secret superpower of hearing, and I would even go so far as to saying seeing 
what it is that your clients are desiring and to see it in a way that it can become a practical application for them. And so all of you who are listening, I want you to ask yourself the same question. How is it that you shake the planet? And be prepared to speak about that whenever you're given an opportunity to interface with someone who may actually have the problem that you solve and shake the planet around. All right. So alignment. 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 Like we, we just have to go there. And I wanted to say this really quick before I turn it back over to you. When I noticed everything that I had been praying for, ugly crying over, come into view in my life, it was because I was finally in alignment. It was because I saw myself the way God sees me. And in so doing, everything was stripped away, except for an opportunity to, to understand the beauty and the fullness of me, his creation. Mm -hmm. So just to make sure everybody's on the same page with us, Amy, when you say alignment, what is it that you mean? When I say alignment, I mean having your heart, your mind, your body, and your actions all be on the same page. Mm -hmm. So, and you can call and, and let's add in soul around there too. Some people refer to heart and soul as the same thing, but for me, they're a little bit different. So yeah, that spirit or that soul purpose. But I think a lot of times, and, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who's done this, right? Like we have this um, inspiration that comes to us and it comes to our spiritual self, but before it actually comes to fruition, it also has to go through our mental self, our emotional self and our physical self, right? So I have God telling me, showing me this vision for this company that I can create that's a multi-million dollar company. But then it has to go through, but I'm afraid of that, God, like that sounds scary and that sounds hard. And then it has to go through my mental of, I don't know how to do that yet. I don't possess all of those skills. And then it's got to go through the physical of, I'm tired today. You know, I, I don't feel like getting up extra hour early to do, to work on that vision before I'm actually going to get, get into the rest of my day and the rest of my responsibilities. And so for me, alignment is getting all of those pieces of yourself on the same page so that you can be one with God and one in purpose. You know, this morning, one of my prayers, and I do write down prayers. So every morning, well, not every morning, but most mornings, I write down prayers. And then I write down all of the words that come into my mind. And I just have pages and pages of conversations with the Lord. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. But this morning, one of the things that I was praying for was help me any desires that I currently have that are not the right ones for me, help me to lose the zest for those desires. Like, mm -hmm. help me not to care about those so that I don't spend time I'm pursuing things that are not in alignment with what's best for me and what's going to be, what do you want for me? And I believe that there's a synergy. I think sometimes in our lives we're, we're waiting for God to tell us exactly what he wants for us. Mm -hmm. And so we're not moving. And I think at the same time he's going, well, what do you want for you? Right. Because you start the journey, show me what your desires are, and then I'll show you the best version of that. And so I think it's a, it's a dance together and it's a walk together and it's a conversation that we have together. And sometimes I think people are too far on one side or the other. They're so entrenched in what they want that they don't take time to run it past God. And then there's people who are just waiting, like I'm getting on my knees every single day, but then they don't stand up and take those steps and, you know, 
make an effort or claim something. Like I, I got to claim boldly what I want right. before God can go, well, you think that's what you want, but let me show you what you actually want. And it's even better. Well, and I would go so far as to say, when you are in alignment, the things that you want are what are the things that God wants for you. Right. There is no disconnect. Right. So, you know, and I think about that scripture in Proverbs, delight yourself in him and he'll give you the desires of your heart. And the interpretation of that scripture is that your desires, he places them in you so that they can be manifested and fulfilled for you. So we've got to get, we've got to delight ourselves in him, which I think is what we mean when we say alignment. So how does all of this alignment and you're getting our spiritual self to, you know, have the right emotions so that our emotional self doesn't let fear stop our mental self from taking the steps that we need to take so that our physical stuff can actually get out there and make it happen. How does all of this show up in our business, right? And then how, how are we managing what potentially could be the juggling act of keeping all of these versions of ourselves in line, in alignment with God so that in our business, it actually produces the things that we are desiring. Yeah, it's so funny because as you're saying it, I'm like, gosh, it sounds like so much work. It's actually easier, though. <laughs> if anyone's listening, like, oh, that's going to take me the next 10 years. to <laughs> Actually, you'll get there faster when you start to make this. So I want to share a story from my life of me being in alignment, then out of alignment, and then coming back into alignment. And I think it will illustrate some of these points. Okay. So when I started my business, um, I was six weeks away from having baby boy number five. And the Lord was very clear, it's time to start a business. And I was like, whoa, hold up. I think it's time for maternity leave. <laughs> Are we having the same right conversation? <laughs> but I know I prayed about it. My husband prayed about it. And we decided, yeah, let's take this plunge. Let's, you know, I'll quit my job. I'll start a business. I'll give birth to a baby and hit the ground running. And it was such a place of spiritual connection of following inspiration and daily prayer and daily action and, you know, daily, um, journeying with God. Like I was very committed to my prayer time and I was getting like crazy answers and inspiration all the time. It just flowed. Mm -hmm. And then a couple years in, I, I mean, our, our first year in business, we did over six figures. Our second year, we quadrupled that and did over 440. And it was just, it was growing and it was progressing. Mm -hmm. And along the way, I started working for the business mm -hmm. because the business was big and it was demanding and people needed paychecks and uh, they needed, you know, and I had all these people who were supporting me, but at the same time, they were like, Amy, we need this from you and we need this from you and we need this from you. And what happened was I let the squeaky wheel demands of today rob me of the time that I was spending with God and building my tomorrow. Mm. And that really was what it was, is it was um, the little things were starting to go like, the, uh, the prayers that I would write down and the answers that I would get, I didn't spend time to implement those things. And so I would find myself going like, gosh, why am I struggling with this? Why is this so hard? Mm -hmm. And then I would go back and I would look through those journals and it would be like, oh, I never actually did this thing that I was told really clearly to do. And so I constantly felt like I was playing catch up. Mm -hmm. And I got to a point where um, it was actually the beginning, the end of 2017. I was like, you know what? I feel like I'm done with this. Um, I'm not happy. I'm not loving my business. 
even though I know I should, like my mind is telling me you have a great life. You should be loving it. My heart is like, I'm not loving it. It feels like a lot of stress. It feels like a lot of have tos. And I'm just doing everything from like this intense place of discipline. But I was like on a soul level, I was burnt out. Mm -hmm. And so at the end of that year, I kind of laid my life on the chopping block for God and was like, you know what? Just cut stuff out, just prune it. Like whatever I have to give up to have that alignment back with you again, I'm willing to give it up. And it was the start of the most painful year of being like pruned. Like I, I felt like I was a bonsai tree and God was like, cut this out, cut this out, cut this out. And I'm sitting here going, is there going to be anything left when you're done pruning my life? Because this is really painful right now. And I watched as he was like, don't do that program anymore. Stop promoting this. You don't need to be doing that. You don't need to be doing that. And I'm sitting there going, I literally feel like you just cut away my entire marketing plan. I literally feel like you just cut away my entire vision for where my company's going. And I mean, even things like he told me to move. And I'm like, but this is my dream house. Like we co-created this together and now I'm here and now I'm going to sell it. Mm -hmm. And I had to sell my goats and you know, I mean all these things that I was like, all these things that I wanted and we've been creating together. It was like, cut it out, cut it out, cut it out. And during the course of that year, even though it was hard and I, I felt a lot of sorrow at letting some of those things go. I mean, I really did kind of grieve for some of those things. I'd love to say that I was the totally willing um, daughter of God who was like, take it all. I'm good. No, some of it I was like, mm, don't take that one. Like I'm, I'm not ready to let that one go. And so um, it was a challenging year, but at the end of it, um, we had just moved into our house and I remember that, you know, two weeks after we moved into our house, I got real sick and it was like my body's way of saying, you will be still mm -hmm. to hear what comes next. And all of a sudden I got the vision back for where we're going next. And it's, it's exactly what I wanted, but such a better version than I even knew was possible. Mm -hmm. And so for those of you who are listening, going, how do I get the mind and the heart and the body and the soul all in one? let the soul lead and, and take time to let the soul be the first thing in the morning that dictates what's happening that day. Take time in prayer. Um, I mean, I, I literally have journals and journals and journals and notebooks and notebooks where I just, I write down all the questions and all the things in my heart. And then I sit with a pen and paper and I write dear Amy and I write all the words that come into my mind. And that dictates what I do that dictates what programs I launch that dictates um, what things I say no to and Darnell I say no to more stuff than I say yes to mm -hmm. because there are so many opportunities it's not about a lack of opportunities it's about which ones are right for you right so you know it's it's a it's a process of letting that happen first mm -hmm. and then any thoughts that you have during the day that are not in alignment with that like I you know I had this uh, moment yesterday where I was teaching a, my mastermind group and I'm working with them and all of a sudden I had this imposter thought pop into my head like, you don't even really know what you're talking about. It was like, mm, you got to get out of my head because that's not the conversation that I had with God this morning. Right. So that it, you know, it's like when you're starting your day in letting the spirit lead, all of those things become more apparent. And um, yesterday, even my food choices, Rachel Hollis just said something that I thought was so true. She's like, if you're not physically taking care of yourself, you are 100% guaranteed not to reach your fullest potential. Yes. Like if you 
physically not taking care of yourself. So yesterday, um, when I opened up the fridge at lunchtime, I ate veggies and hummus instead of whatever else were my options. Right. Yeah. And, and I, I think you, you, I mean, you, you're just dropping so many powerful nuggets, but again, I want to pull back the layer on some of them. And so in case you missed it and you don't want to have to go back and rewind this entire episode to catch it again, how you get in alignment is by letting your spirit lead. Right. And so I like Amy, I'm a journaler you know, I'm a big dreamer. My name means the secret place where dreamers go to dream. Like that's how much of a dreamer I am. And I like, I, you know, I call it active conversation with God, where I literally throughout the course of our time together, I, I mean, I am journal open. I pray first. I always, and I like to write my prayers because I like to go back and I, I call them thank you letters to God. Like that has been a godsend for my life. Right. But i literally go and I, I write my prayers. I thank them for things in advance before they're actually manifested in my life. And I like to have the record of it. But similarly, when there is something on my heart, I will ask those questions of God and then I'll start another page, dear Darnielle, or my beloved Darnielle, because you know, I'm God's favorite. And so, um, but getting into alignment, I think the, the, the easiest way to say it is thinking about yourself the way God sees you. And so I did this, I had a speaking engagement in March. And this was my first time ever that I uttered this, Amy, but I was like, oh, that is good. I need to use this from here on out. And so basically what I said, for those of you who are listening, if you're in a position to do so, don't do it if you're driving your car. I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to imagine that you are at a networking event. You just showed up, you registered, you took off your coat and at the door, you can't believe it. You kind of rub your eyes at the door is God. And God is like, come here, Amy, Danielle. Oh my gosh. I've been waiting for you to get here. I have some people I want to introduce you to. And I want you to literally imagine that God has taken you by the hands and he is introducing you to the influential people in the room and the things that he is saying about you. There are things that if you really believed it in the pit of your being, there would be no fear. There would be no doubt. There would never be any questioning if you were in the right place at exactly the right moment, engaged in the right activities. You would know that you know that you know that because of who you are, because of who you, you are, because of the way that you see yourself, everything is just as it would be. That's alignment. And that's every single one of our goals to do so. So my story, um, similar to Amy's, and it's funny because she and I have had conversations during this period, like she's going through it, I'm going through it. I'm like, it's so interesting that we're on the same journey without being on the same journey. But for me, you know, I got, I, I built a monster. So I built my business to seven figures and it was a monster. It was a job in every stretch of the imagination. It was nothing like what I quit my job, my good job to create. I was working a lot. I was, I was sick. I was gaining weight. Like, I mean, it was just not pretty. And I was lonely. So I had all this money. <laughs> I didn't have anybody to share it with. And I was like, yeah, no, I can't keep doing this. I have to figure out how to stop the train. And what I realized, Amy, and I don't know if I even ever share this with you, but what I realized is during that time when 
I was famous and I was sought after. And, you know, every three weeks I was on a plane to go somewhere to speak to somebody about something. I forgot my alignment work. Yeah. I wasn't getting up in the morning and spending time in prayer and seeking God and clarifying my intention for the day and setting the atmosphere for the things that I wanted. And so I wasn't, it was becoming farther and farther from my daily practice because I didn't have time for it, right? You talked about time freedom. And it wasn't until it got so bad, my own proverbial rock bottom, and I know some of you are out there like, rock bottom, you were making seven figures. Yeah, but all money is not good money. Right. <laughs> and having money, just for the sake of having money, money, yeah, you'll get over that really, really fast. It, it only is everything because right now you don't have enough of it. And you only don't have enough of it because you don't see yourself the way God sees you and understand what it is. And the only way it's going to flip is if you figure out how to get into alignment. And so um, what I want to do collectively, Amy, is, well, you know what, before I do that, because I'm getting ahead of myself. So when I got back into alignment, everything started to show up. The man showed up, right? I've been praying for umpteen years about this man to share my life with, right? You know, he came in. Everything was exactly as it would be. I remember a former pastor used to say, when God gives you something, it won't need batteries. Mm, Oh, isn't that good? Really good. Yeah, it won't need batteries. It'll be ready for you to use it at the moment it arrives, right? And you know how you get it if you're listening? You gotta be in alignment. You gotta see yourself the way God sees them. So let's together build a step-by-step process of how to help people get into alignment. Mm, this is Does that good. sound good? Yeah, I'm going right, to give you one of my steps, which is something I do before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. I thank my body for all of its contributions that day. Mm-hmm. I apologize to my body for anything I fed it that was not good. Oh, that's good. That's good. The second thing that I do is I thank my brain for all of its contributions and its wisdom. Mm. I tell it that it can be calm and peaceful that night. And then I go to my spirit. Mm -hmm. Hold on one second. My body today is having allergies. And I've got this perpetual tickle in the back of my throat. Mm. That's never fun. It's that time of year though. It is. Oh. Trees are gorgeous, coughing not so much. So, <laughs> um, then I go to my spirit mm-hmm. and I tell my spirit, thank you for all of the good that it did that day. And I give it permission to reconnect, to mm-hmm. recharge, mm-hmm. and I give it permission to lead the next day. Mm. And then my spirit wakes me up in the morning early, like 5, 5.30, like, okay, we're good. Let's go. We got things to do. And then... I spend, now I do have five kids, so it's not always my first time of the day. Sometimes my first time does go to kids and getting them up and getting them going. But that first moment where there's time for whatever comes next in the day, that's my time where I sit down and I journal and I write down my prayers and I write down my answers. Mm -hmm. And if I can end the day with the spirit in charge, and I can start the day with the spirit in charge. I don't get too off track during the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's that's really good. So what I would add to that list, and then I'll recap the whole list for everybody, 
um, in a second because I, I do similar things, right? So for me, right now, I don't have children and I wake up a little bit earlier um, before my husband because I, you know, he's so spoiled. I make him breakfast every morning. <laughs> His life is just so miserable, right? Um, but before that, like I get up. Um, and I, the first thing I do is I immediately go into gratitude and prayer and I just open my eyes and the first things I see. And, you know, we just moved into a new house, a beautiful house, our dream for then house. Cause I know we'll have another dream house eventually, but our dream for now house. And it is so beautiful. I cannot believe I get to live here. Like I honestly, I come out of the double doors of my bedroom and I just look around and I'm just like. Thank you. So I spent a lot of time initially just in gratitude before I even get out of the bed, before my, my feet hit the ground, because I know that once that happens, my mind is going to turn back on and I'm going to be immediately reminded of things that I need to do. So while I'm literally laying in the bed, I pull my journal and I do my prayer. I have a, a, a I call it the surrender prayer because I, I'm living a surrendered life. And for me, it is more important that Darnell decrease and that God increase in everything that I do. And so that is the way I start my day. So I start my day with a surrender prayer. It's the only prayer that I literally read it. I wrote it, I don't know, maybe two years ago, three years ago. And I literally read it every single day, word by word. I don't want to take the chance that I will not say something that I need to say in full surrender. So I literally ritualistically read this prayer every single day. It's like the first thing after my gratitude and I keep adding to it. Right. So, you know, but I'm, but I'm surrendering everything, right. I'm turning everything over to him. I turn my clients over. I'm asking him to help me to see everyone the way he sees them so that I can exhibit more grace. Right. And that I can remember that I too am a work in progress and I haven't figured this thing out entirely, but in every moment that I have, I have an opportunity to do better. Um, I, too, apologize to myself because I don't always make the best decisions for my vessel. Um, I've probably lost about 20 pounds in the last nine months or so because I, it, it got too bad. Thank you. It got really bad. And I was just like, okay, you cannot be standing on the stage telling people that they don't have to choose and they can have it all. And you look like you just ate your feelings last night. Like, that is not going to work. How can you be an example of all that knowing God in every area of your life is and you look like this, right? That's what I had to say to myself because I wasn't in alignment and I had to get back into alignment. And so similarly, I have to make different choices because alignment, write this down, is a daily practice. Yes. Just like you brush your teeth and you comb your hair and you wash your behind, I hope you are washing it every single day. You need to do your alignment work and whatever that is to you. So in addition to these things, the other thing I would, I would tell you to put on your list, I think journaling is the best, but if you have a problem quieting your spirit enough to be able to, to wait and listen to what your spirit is saying to you, try music. So that's the other thing that I do. Once I do get out of the bed and I go into the bathroom and prepare for my shower, I have a, my morning devotion list and it's all songs that just immediately speak to my spirit, raise my vibration, remind myself that my spirit is in the lead and they're going to have their way and I am going to submit to the leading of my spirit because my spirit wants the best for me at all times. 
And when you do that, so many things will fall away for me. And then Amy, you can share some of the things that fell away for you. Comparison fell away. I've, I've never struggled with fear, fear that would stop me from taking the actions I most needed to take. I would feel and acknowledge the fear, but I would keep pressing anyway. But you know where I struggle is the comparison game. I would look left and look right and assume that every single person I was looking at, A, was telling the truth and B, their life was so much better than mine. But not, I don't have to worry about any of that stuff when I see myself the way that God sees me. When I'm fully surrendered, I'm fully in alignment, and I'm standing flat-footed in the gifts and talents that he gave me to shape this planet. And so what I'm saying, those of you who are listening, is identify, in addition to the things that we've shared with you, the one or two additional things that somewhere in the course of your day, ideally as early as possible in your day, but... Um, making space for the other commitments that you may have if you are a mother of, you know, maybe you don't have five children like Amy <laughs> from 16 to six, maybe that's not your story, but whatever else it is that you have to take care of each day, make sure that you spend time on yourself because as they tell us when we get on an airplane, you need to secure your mask before you are helping those who are on the journey with you. And if you do not, you will not be good to anyone. And if you're out of alignment, your whole household will be out of alignment. That is very true. When that is so true. And you know, one of the things that I find women who are mothers do is they put their alignment time as a low priority because they're trying to take care of everybody else. But guess what? Stressed out mom is not in tune mom. No. Right? Um, overwhelmed mom is not spirit led mom. Right. And um, I'm telling you, I have had moments with my children where the spirit speaks to me and is like, this, there is something wrong right now. Mm -hmm. And if I am too busy mentally to hear those moments, like I, I can't lead effectively and I can't guide mm -hmm. them effectively. So there is no more important. There's nothing more important for you to do. There is nothing that's a higher priority or a higher value than you taking that time to be spirit led. And it is not something you should ever feel guilty about mm -hmm. or ever rush through or ever, you know, there's nothing more important. And I, and I tell that to myself when I'm in that space and I mm -hmm. start to hear like the external, but you need to, I'm like, no, nope, nothing is more important. Right. I'm right here. Yeah. So it's a, it's a gift to everybody around you when you take time to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So this has been good. This has been so good. So as we prepare to round out our time together, it went so fast and I know you guys got some amazing nuggets. I like to end every interview with just a, a series of what I call incredible factor questions. So my first question for you, Amy, is what is your favorite quote? So my favorite quote is a quote by Marianne Williamson that says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It's our light, not our darkness that frightens us most. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous, Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so other people won't feel insecure around you. We are meant to shine as children do. We, are, we were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. 
as we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Love that quote. I said it almost entirely with you. I, it's one of my favorites too. And so I believe that readers are leaders. I always tell people, stop watching television. The amount of hours that you spend watching TV is equivalent to the number of dollars and thousands that you are leaving on the table. So what is the last book you read? So I'll tell you the truth on this. I am deeply entrenched in writing books right now. Okay. And so my reading is a little bit on hold for my writing, but I am listening to some books right now. And they're, you know, I kind of listen when I have some mental space or need a break from my own books. Mm -hmm. But the one that is really striking a chord with me right now is Delivering Happiness by Tony Heist. Okay. And, or, sorry, Tony Shea. Tony Shea. And what I'm, and I'm not going to say it's the best read book, and there are some mm -hmm. of his values that don't necessarily align with mine, but one of the things that I'm really being conscientious of as I grow my next level of building a bigger corporation, I need core values that run through everything that we do so that we can create an amazing culture and something that um, I am excited to go to work every day. I think you and I have both experienced building up the big team and being like, oh, I'm not excited about this. Mm -mm. Um, and, and so when I go into that next foray of bigger, which I am going to do, um, it's got to be different for me. And mm -hmm. so that book is really speaking to me around building the culture that you want, where you love coming to work every day. Yeah, that's great. And, I, and I'm the same way. Whenever I'm writing, I'm not reading as much because I want the words that I write on the page to be my words and not someone else's. Uh, next question. What is the one tool that you swear by to grow your business? You know, I swear by having a CRM that you love to use. Okay. So mine is Infusionsoft mm -hmm. and it works. I have someone on my team who's a master at it and we can use it to build anything we need to build. I know not everybody loves it. So find the one that you love to use, but right. you, your CRM is your back. It's the spinal cord of your business and everything has to run through that. So if you're trying to run without one or you have one that you don't like or you avoid using, um, you're really limiting your business's potential. Yeah, I agree. And last question, I want you to fill in the blank. If I knew that God had my back, I would be writing two books a year. And I have a new company that I'm going to be launching. Um, and I would actually stop all the work that I'm currently doing and just fully jump into the new company. Awesome. Yeah. There you have it. Incredible ones. Amy Walker of Amy Walker Consulting. I will list her book, her quote, her tool, all of those things will be in the show notes. So you'll definitely want to make sure that you reach on over and go get all of that amazing information. So I want to thank you so much, Amy. Anything you want to leave our guests with in closing? It's not going to take as long as you think. Sometimes when we start this process of trying to live in alignment, we think I have years worth of old emotions I have to clean up. I have, you know, I've been having this um, brain that's paralyzed by negative thinking for my entire life. And, you know, we think it's going to take as long to get out of the problem as it took to get into it. But that's really where God's grace comes into play. That the minute you show up and you do your time every day, you're going to experience the blessings and the rewards immediately. Like it's immediate. It is an immediate change. 
and have faith that that will happen for you. Because I remember when I started this journey, feeling like eh, it'll probably be a couple years before I can get myself together to the point where I can be successful. And it just exploded from there. Yeah. And let it be fast. That's awesome. Instant gratification is yours when you get into alignment. And on that note, we'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me for the Incredible Factor Business Podcast. I'd love to help you grow a business that shakes the planet. Get started today by joining our exclusive community at sixfigurecashflowclub.com. And if you enjoyed our time together, do yourself a favor, head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Until next time, you deserve a business that funds the life you crave. Take care.